Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the main event of the evening. And now, watching around the world, live, it's time! going on TFA fam hope you're all doing well hope you're happy hope you're healthy hope everything is going well in your lives it's time to come at you guys with another TFA throwdown tonight me and Kev are going to be talking about two high-end wide receiver twos in Cooper Cup and Calvert Ridley according to four for fours ADP Cooper Cup is wide receiver 14 coming off boards at the beginning of the fourth and Calvin Ridley is wide receiver 16 going at 4.06, and they are separated by Juju Smith-Schuster at wide receiver 15. So we're just going to jump right into this. Kev, I'm going to give you the floor first. Tell me why you are taking Cooper Cup over one Calvin Ridley. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a couple of things. I think being a little undervalued compared to kind of uh, overall of, of what his ceiling is, I think, because right now he's going in the fourth round, 407, wide receiver 14. Uh, he is starting to move up a little bit compared to where he was going because earlier in the offseason, I mean, he was kind of like wide receiver 20-ish. Now he's kind of starting to move up a little bit, and I think that's rightfully so. Uh, basically, people's disdain for him or lack of trust in him really predicates it what happened over the last five weeks of the season when they went to more... Um, 12 personnel but if you look overall I mean he finished last year as his 16.9 fantasy points per game or ninth in the league he had 16 red zone receptions was third you know he averaged or he ended up with 94 receptions 1162 yards 10 touchdowns he you know he he, he um, accounted for 22 percent of the targets out of that out of that wide receiver core between him and Robert Woods 134 targets averaged about 8, 8.4 per game he had an 80.5 percent slop snap share and he had 65 percent of the snaps from the slot 
I mean, I say all this to say this, like, I feel like most people's disdain for him and dislike for him is what happened over the pi- final five weeks of the season where he did fall off a little bit because weeks one through 13, Cooper Cup was wide receiver six over that time span. You know, th- th- some things happened last year. Obviously, that offensive line certainly took a step back uh, and th- the team didn't make the playoffs. But Jared, Go- Jared Goff did take a step back last year. He posted lows and yards for pass attempt and touchdown rate uh, basically since his rookie year. And then, you know, when you look at Goff in 2019, his play action uh, was 32.8% of his passes, which trailed only Lamar Jackson um, at 34.8. So uh, there's some uh, other things to kind of look at. The volume was not warranted as golf ranked 22nd in completion rate, 13th in yards per attempt and 26th in quarterback rating. So, so like I said, you know, it, and then with Cooper cup, you know, he started the year hot. Like he was wide receiver six through that span. He had 58 receptions, 792 yards and five touchdowns average 13.7 yards per catch and 2.36 yards per route uh, over that span. Now everything started to fall out. Basically once they did that, uh, once they switched to 12 personnel, um, essentially over over, Jer- over Sean McVay's history as a head coach, that, that is something he's never really done. If you go back and look last year, the Rams used 12 personnel on 32 of their offensive plays, which was 70, 76% of the snaps. Up until that point in the season, the Rams were primarily an offense that were three wide receiver sets, uh, running just 58 total plays from 12 personnel or 12% through the first 10 weeks of the season. So I think some, some of that had to do with the fact that their offensive line was struggling so much. And I think they were trying to you know change things up a little bit, trying to obviously make get that final playoff spot because they were in a, in, a, in a push for the playoffs. Now, having the entire offseason, I do not think this is going to be a trend that we're going to see through all of this year. And I think that's what some people believe. And that's why people are lower on Cooper Cup this year. And I think that is a big, big, big mistake. We know Cooper Cup is one of two in this offense with him and Robert Woods, who is going to see a, a heavy, heavy target share in this offense. He is likely going to see the same around targets in about that 130, 140 range. He he gets a lot of those primary slot snaps for at 65% in the slot. So there's a lot to like here with Cooper Cup, and I think wide receiver, wide receiver 14, 407 for a guy who has top five upside, I think it is a little egregious. Now, my issue with mainly with Calvin Ridley is this: Calvin Ridley one is terrible at yards after after the catch, like absolutely horrific. I think he was 72nd last year in yards after the catch. Cooper Cup was fourth in the league in yards after catch with 525, right? That that is a problem for me because I don't see where how we can truly believe that he is going to take this massive step forward because last year the Falcons were number one in pass attempts per play the, the Falcons were he still only acquired 17% of the targets like where's the extra targets going to come from for him right because now they've added Todd Gurley who is a better pass catching back than Devonta Freeman and Devonta Freeman was hurt last year in and out of the lineup you know they had to have some other things if if Todd Gurley stays healthy they brought in Hayden Hurst and so I have a problem somewhat like at first like I was super on board the Calvin Ridley train and the more I've kind of looked into Calvin Ridley the more I'm a little bit more hesitant because he's not this explosive playmaker who is who can go out there and, and turn a you know a 10 yard route into you know in house call like, that's just never been that's not really his game and so he is predicated off targets and that's why yes he finished I think at 15th of fantasy points per game last year but unless you're expecting this massive bump in targets and Really, I don't know where those targets are going to come from. Yes, Muhammad Sanu is gone from that offense, but we saw Russell Gage kind of step up in the second half of the, uh, of the season. And other than that, they brought in Todd Gurley. I don't know what else is going to happen here to really, to really change this. And like I said, they were already number one in pass plays per game last year. So it's not like you say, okay, I think there's a higher ceiling there. That's my only issue with him. I think he is a fine, fine wide receiver too if you can get him there. 
But he does not have Cooper Cup ceiling. I, I do not. I do not think that he should be going as a, a. A lot of people have him ranked as a wide receiver one. I think that's a little bit too rich for me. I have my wide receiver seventeen. I think that's a little bit more fair. But I think if the hype train continues, you're not going to. I think he's just going to keep rising a little bit more. Right now, he's going at wide receiver 16, 502, which I think is fine. If you can get him there, great. Like take him there all day. I'm fine with that. It's right around where I have him. But if he goes any further than that, starts rising up and goes past a guy like Cooper Cup and a couple of these other guys, I'm out. Yeah, you were mentioning where are the targets going to come from. You mentioned uh, Sanu not being there, but there are 209 targets available between. Austin Hooper, Mohamed Sanu, and Devonta Freeman. Devonta Freeman had 70 targets last year, even if you want to quote-unquote give those to Todd Gurley. Because Gurley had, at his peak, he had 80 back-to-back years, two and three seasons ago, I believe it was. So even if you want to give those quote-unquote targets to Gurley, that still leaves 130 up in the air. Um, You mentioned that the Falcons were first in pass plays per game. I, I don't really see that dropping off too far from there anyway because Matt Ryan in the past five years, he's been top five in pass attempts in three of those and top ten in pass attempts in four of the last five years. If, you, if you're if you a fan of looking at strength of schedule metrics, Sharp Football Stats has the, Fal- has the Falcons with the most difficult schedule going into 2020. Uh, looking at Vegas win totals for their opponents, so that pass volume isn't going anywhere. They, you know, we've talked about this in in previous episodes with their with the division that they play in, how it's going to be a tough division. So it's like all this. There's just going to be volume going around, and after Julio and Ridley, it really drops off. I know we like Russell Gage as a as a late round guy, as a potential sleeper, but he's not on the level of Julio and and uh, Calvin Ridley. So those targets are going to be super concentrated. And then the the guys that they brought in with this offseason, who knows how, how any of this is going to go. So they're going to have to work in Hayden Hurst and Todd Gurley. So I think it's just going to be super concentrated with the, with the targets. I mean, Ridley has produced back-to-back wide receiver two seasons while missing a couple of games both seasons, and he had less than 100 targets in both of those years. Uh, with the the games that he was active in last year through week 14, he would have been wide receiver 14. If you look what his numbers were after the Mohamed Sanu trade, I think it was like week eight, I believe. Uh, he was wide receiver 11 during that time. He was tied with Kenny Galladay in, at ninth and points per game. So I think it just absolutely wills up for for Ridley and this entire offense to be to be quite honest. I have Ridley and Julio, obviously, both as top 10 wide receivers for 2020. My my biggest thing with Cooper Cup, and I, I agree that, that that whole offense, I think, is being undervalued and being slept on a little bit. I just don't know how it's going to pan out and what, like, we haven't really seen McVay have to, have to change anything up yet. He did it toward the end of the year last year, but he came in as being the the three wide receiver, 11 personnel god, just running that on you know 98% of his plays. And now it doesn't seem like that's going to work. So are they going to go 12 personnel? I mean, you could say the same thing for the, the targets being concentrated for the Rams as well, because after, um, after Cup and Woods, I mean, you have the tight ends, but their, their wide receiver room after that is, is, is pretty thin as well. But I honestly don't think you can go wrong with either of these guys, but I just, I, I am here for the Calvin Ridley train. You know, we, we were both riding together. You kind of tipped your hat and said, this is where, you know, I, I, 
I got to get off at, at, at this stop. This is going to be you know a little too far for me. But I think it just absolutely wills up for Calvin Ridley. As long as he can stay healthy, there's no reason to think that he shouldn't be in that 120, 130 target range. Like I said, he's had like 92, 95 the past two years. So with 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 the way that this entire offense is setting up, I want Calvin Ridley in uh, in this situation. And that's all yeah. I got to say about that, Jack. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess I'll just end on this, at least, at least the last part that I have to say about this, is that, one, yes, I, I do agree that, like, I, I do like Calvin Ridley. Like, this isn't like, I hate Calvin Ridley. Like, I'm, I'm off that, and I'm, like, selling Calvin, Calvin Ridley? Ridley. I think there's a certain point that we get to that, that we need to start, you know, okay, let's let's take a look at this, you know, because m- most of the time it's like, okay, I, I, I can project, you know, a little bit more uh, positive regression, right? And, but... They're already at the the peak now. Do I think that they're going to have like all of a sudden drop off and like they're going to drop to like eighth in the league in pass attempts? No, this defense is still pretty bad. They went out and retooled it through the, through the draft, but this this defense is still going to be really bad this year. They're still going to have to throw the ball a ton. They're still one of the best divisions. Like all those things are true, but for every vacated target, they 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 went out and retooled that. Right? They brought in Todd Gurley, who arguably is a better is a better running back at this point of his career than what Devonta Freeman was. That's I know that he he's dealing with the knee injury and everything, the knee stuff, and that's always going to be like a black cloud over him. But he still played most every game last year. He's still a capable pass catcher. That might be a better role from him, and and you know lower some of those touches a little bit in terms of the the running the RB carries, but get him more involved in the passing game because he is still dynamic in the passing game. Can be utilized that way. They brought in Hayden Hurst. There's the hype train for Hayden Hurst. I think Hayden Hurst is being overdrafted personally. I think trying to say that Hayden Hurst is going to step right in and get all the targets that Austin Hooper got, I think is a little ridiculous. So I, I do think that there's it's definitely a possibility that, that Calvin Ridley could end up at 110 targets, something in that range. But so so I don't hate Calvin Ridley. I think he is great. If you can get him in that fifth round, maybe early, even early fourth, I'd probably be okay with it. But if he gets starts going further like further up than that, that's when probably I would be out. Because I just think that there there is other there are other players in that range. Once you start getting into that spot, that I would just rather have than him. So, like I said, with Cooper Cup, like I think Cooper Cup is being criminally undervalued right now. I still take wide receiver fourteen is too low. He should be going as a wide receiver one. He was wide receiver six through the first thirteen weeks of the season last year. He soured people a little bit because of what happened during the fantasy playoff. And I think that's a little bit ridiculous to take everything that Sean McVay's done for the first two years he's been with the Rams to all of a sudden now the last five weeks and it's like okay that's what they are now that's what they're gonna do you know they're not gonna be a three wide receiver you know set anymore now it's all 12 personnel sorry cooper you're fucked because you're not gonna be running for the uh, slots from or routes from the slot anymore like no that's fucking ridiculous they've had all offseason to figure this thing out i think they're gonna go back to that they still have josh reynolds they brought in another wide receiver uh van jefferson in this uh, into this offense and so I, I i think that there's there's gonna be enough there for them yes i do like gerald everett i do like uh i think gerald everett is probably being uh, undervalued as well i think he could end up being maybe the better pass catcher of the two between him and Tyler Higby, but overall, I just think there's a ton of targets to go here for for Cooper Cup, and not to mention the fact that Jared Goff was absolutely horrific last year for most of the year last year. I think he he bounces back if he does. That's only better for Cooper Cup, who still had 1,100 yards and 10 touchdowns, and despite playing in one of the worst, one of the poor offenses in the league. So I just think it's wheels up again for Cooper Cup, and I think he f- easily finishes a wide receiver one. And for me, that that's why I think he's being undervalued, and that's why I'd rather have him over Calvin. Do your thing. Drop a comment in here. If you are not yet subscribed, please do so. We see you guys watching. We see the views, but the subscribers aren't going up. I don't know what's up with that. 
I don't know if you're just doing it because you'd rather just type in the fantasy authority in your search bar, but just subscribe, make life easier on all of us. We appreciate you guys like this video, let us know who you think won. And then also you can let us know if there are any decisions that you've been coming across in your mock drafts that you want to see us battle it out. Thank you guys. And we will talk to you soon. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.